an engineer is an extremely creative profession. If you were to simplify what engineering is, is turning ideas into realities. I mean, that's like we said before, that's creativity. Creativity always starts with a thought. Not many people apply creativity as a term regularly use in that field. What's most exciting to me about wind turbines is the fact that when we were Neanderthals, we had wind. Hey guys, welcome back to Simply Talk, the show brought to you by Simply Creative. I'm very honored to have my old friend from late middle school, Felipe Ventancor, uh, very proudly Uruguayan, very proudly a soccer fan. <laughs> Thank you for having me, guys. It's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, you guys hear my birds in the background? Yeah, it's, yeah uh, but it sounds, it's nice. It's cool. It adds, a, it adds a little ambiance. Are they real or is that uh, artificial? No, no, they're real. They're two real parakeets. They're in the room with you or they're just flying freely or what's the story with that? I, I, I would do that, but then it might shit on my head or something like that, or it might fly on my shoulder and peck in the <laughs> eye. They're not trained. So well, I like it though. It, it shows that you guys are growing in the podcast. You already have the sound effects coming in. We got natural tweets. That's what that is. <laughs> ah, that was good one. That was, that was good, good that one. Was what makes you be Felipe Betancor? Well, um, hello everybody. And yes, I am Uruguayan. I do like soccer and I am friends with Andres since uh, late middle school. So it's been a while back by now. What makes me Felipe? It's it's a bit of combination of all those things. It's a bit of combination of being from Uruguay, a bit of combination like in soccer, being friends with you, being friends with all the people that love me and they help me become who I am. I work as an engineer. I've been an engineer for five years now. She's always been chasing a job in what I'd love to do. Um, I've always cared about nature. I always cared about having a purpose in the world. And I chased that through what I, what I liked in, in school. And that has made me who I am now. What you guys don't know is that my dear old friend has a, we have history of being very rowdy with each other. What do I mean? Uh, hey, Felipe, you remember that time you pushed me over the fence into like a bunch of bushes? I do. You had me running for my life on the other side. It was too easy. All I had to do was just a little tap. And you yeah, the soccer ball the went over the fence. We were playing like on the asphalt. And I'm like, oh, let me go get the ball. I'm the nice guy. And I'm, as I make myself to the top of the of the fence, I don't even notice. This guy just pushes me and I fall <laughs> into these not even branches. They're twigs. They're like dead bushes i'm furious at that point i go on the other side i find the first thing i can see which is a what was a jump rope, right? rope and that's when our friendship was established yep it's, yep. it's never been the same since only better <laughs> that's right i mean i'm gonna speak for myself but i will say that felipe is the type of person that we can go on for months on months without talking or even like any sort of interaction and we picked up the phone, we talked to each other, and it's like we're still in high school talking shit. I, I don't know. I, I read somewhere at some point that, you know, once you keep friends for, I think it's over five to seven years, it's friends that you keep for the rest of your life. I mean, we're, we're a perfect example of that. When we need each other or when something comes up, we just got to always be there. I want to publicly congratulate you with your new engagements. Congratulations on soon to be wed. Thank you. Thank you Congrats. very much. Thank you. One of these Thanks, days Jeffrey. I'll get married. All right, don't lie to yourself, bro. Come on, let's be real. <laughs> but we were talking about, you You mentioned time, and we were talking about something off camera that uh, Felipe wanted to ask me a question to because I was talking about living in the 70s. 
and going to carnivals. And you were saying you were going to mention something about carnivals. Yeah, that's right. And it kind of goes with what uh, the first thing that Andres said about me and is that I am from Uruguay. So just a fun fact that I thought you might be interested on. Yes, carnivals are still going. And I don't know if they are better or worse than the 70s. But one fact is that Uruguay has the longest carnival in the world. So um, it's actually a whole month of carnival celebration that is like spread out across the country. I thought it was like Brazil had one, too. That was long. But Brazil has the best one, I would say. They okay. have the most famous okay. and where like all the money is there. And the oh, your guys, and... the longest. That's right. Dang. All right. We got to take pride in something. <laughs> Maybe one of these days, Andres, we could go do a podcast while Carnival's going on. Dude, let's do it. I think I think we're fully acquainted with each other. I mean, Jeffrey knows Felipe. I think I know Felipe and Felipe knows Jeffrey and we'll get to know the viewers in time they're waiting all all 3.5 viewers are waiting 3.5 <laughs> like three and a half what happened to the other half i don't know they only they have one it. ear on the headphone that's oh the there it is <laughs> boom there it is <laughs> that's a good one i was stuck you saved me we were going to be talking about wind turbines today a little bit and honestly felipe i, I gotta say this um i would have thought when andre said yo my friend um uh does it i would have thought you're like a 40 year old man <laughs> i swear you, to god who do you think i hang out with what the hell's wrong i don't know i don't know but i would have thought like it would have been like no no disrespect to my 40 year old colleagues but no um i'm not i'm uh, i'm still in my late 20s and um i do work with wind turbines i've been doing that for for three years and it's my way to apply what i know apply what i love to what i care for and that's my way of being creative and my way of giving my my grain of salt to this world. Uh, well, as, as an engineer, trying to um, make the technology better um, and trying to make it the best way possible by being still good to Mother Nature. Use the word creative, which for wind turbines, I'm not sure a lot of people put one one together. What made, in your perspective, what makes your career creative? I think creativity most of the time is like related to some form of art. So coming from like a scientific background, I guess it's it's true. Like that might not be the first thing somebody thinks about, but an engineer is is an extremely creative profession, right? It's a profession in which you always need to be thinking of new things and, and turning ideas into reality. If you were to simplify what engineering is, is turning ideas into realities in a way that will work. I think that's how I am creative myself. Every day I need to think of a a way to do things better, a way to do things different. And when you bring in competition, let's say other engineering companies, for example, now that's a whole different ballgame of creativity in which you need to come up with ideas that essentially do the same as someone else, but they do it in a way that has not been done. But you know some man, I don't know, Andres, if you looked at how they have to construct those things, man. They're massive, dude. I haven't personally seen one in South Florida. Are, are you in South Florida? Actually, I am in South Florida today, but I live in South Carolina. In Greenville, uh, okay. South Carolina. I don't see a wind turbine in South Florida. I don't see it. No, there aren't. Um, there's actually no major turbines or sites. What we would call a congregation of wind turbines, it would be we would call that a wind farm. And we don't have any wind farms in the east coast of the United States. There's a reason for that. Actually, 
it comes down to just the geography of the country. There's not enough wind on the East Coast to make that profitable. So most of the wind turbines are in the towards the center of the United States. So Texas, Oklahoma, Iowa, um, there you will see huge congregations of uh, wind farms. I was trying to do a little research because I wasn't familiar with, you know, yeah. wind turbines. But I saw that, you know, some homesteaders would have them on their on their property and they would get paid for it. Yeah, I, I appreciate you making the research, too, because it makes me more it makes this more more engaging. And uh, if, I, if I get too specific or something, you guys let me know. There's essentially two ways in the United States. It's mostly through wind farm in which a customer like, for example, in Florida, it would be FPL would purchase an, an asset or, or several assets. That That's one way. Then you have the other way in which like an individual could, uh, could do it if you had a farm, then you could power that with a wind turbine. However, the, the ones that I work with are so large, they're up to 300 feet. It would be too much for an individual. Europe, they have more like that in which like a farmer will do it and then just sell the energy themselves. Do you yourself, Felipe, have to actually climb the height of those things like for repairs? I, I do. Yeah. And it's part of the, the coolest things about my job. I'm a test engineer. There's times that it's awful because it's too cold or it's too hot and all of that is metal. So if it's hot or cold, all the metal will make it worse. But when the uh, temperature is good, it is the best job in the world. Of course, you need to not be afraid of heights. Does that sound like a job to you? Bro, I barely like rock climbing. <laughs> <laughs> You remember when I, I climbed up the thing and I was like, damn, I got to come back down. And that was only probably what? Maybe 50 feet, maybe. Wow, bro. He's talking like, 300 feet that, in the air. Bro, that was five feet. What are you talking about? You were doing this twist and shout <laughs> on the wall. Yo, I ain't going to lie. Once um, I had to I climbed up on my, on my roof with my, with my friends when I was like 12, 13 years old. And it was only about probably five, six feet. And it took me an hour to get down. I was I was scared <laughs> out of my life, bro. And, and everyone just jumped off like it was nothing. And, and I'm just as athletic as they are. And I'm just like, oh, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I was struggling, man. <laughs> so 300 feet in the air on a wind turbine that is, that moving. is moving. Tall buildings move because of the wind in South right. Florida. And I don't even like looking out the window of a high rise story building. So I commend <laughs> you, man, uh, for what you're doing and, you know, trying to create a new wave. Well, not even trying, but actually creating a new wave of, of renewable energy sources for people to use in the future. I don't know if it will happen in South Florida. And the fact that you're able to climb up there like that, I commend you even more for that, man. I also did some research and Jeffrey pointed out that these bad boys are pretty tall. But what's what's the average height that you normally see? In the United States, I think the average will be somewhere around 90 to 100 meters. So close to the 300 feet. I've climbed one that's actually 120 meters. That's around 360 feet. In Europe, I know they have ones that are much taller. And the reason that they have to be so tall is that the wind speed actually is much faster uh, the higher that you go. Have you looked into the new innovations in technology? Because there's some people that say that the current uh, technology for wind turbines is starting to be a little outdated. So you have companies such as Vortex Bladeless, Iwiton Technology. You work for GE, correct? Yeah, GE. So, uh, GE. GE has a new prototype called the Halayad X, I think. There's a lot of work going into like innovations because the biggest downside of uh, wind turbines is they oppose the danger to the to the um, to birds. They say 
Uh, also, since the turbines tend to spam or oh, like a wide range, they have to be at a certain distance so they don't collide. Wind direction varies. So if it's not going with the wind, it's going to like affect its productivity. Well, I'll start with clearing up then a misconception or two misconceptions that were packed on, on that question. Uh, the first one and probably most important uh, in terms of the technology itself or understanding the technology itself, the turbines, especially most modern turbines, will actually uh, turn themselves as to wherever the wind direction is coming from. So uh, they're always rotating or pivoting 360 degrees so that they get the maximum out of the wind. Meaning if the wind is starting to come from their three o'clock, they're going to rotate 90 degrees. The podium the itself rotates? It's actually the top only. Oh. Um, so the top only rotates, of course, with, with the blades. And I know that. That's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So um, that is called yawing. And it's one of the main movements that the turbine has. And then the second one is called pitching, which uh, similar to what airplanes do, the blades themselves, they change the angle in which they attack the wind. So you can get more energy or less energy. Essentially, in an airplane, it would be like more lift. You can get more out of the wind by changing that angle. Like basically aerodynamics. That's right. That's that's all it is about. So that was the first thing to unpack from your question. And the second one, you mentioned the uh, Heliot X. So that is a new product that GE launched, I think, maybe two years ago now or a year and a half. And that turbine is massive. We talked about size. That one, I believe, is taller than the Eiffel Tower. It has 212 meters in diameter. A football field is 100 meters long, so more than two football fields across. One blade alone is longer than a football field. Jesus. And a turbine like that, um, it's meant to be deployed in water. Going back to what we were talking about, how we're not seeing turbines on the east coast of the United States. I mentioned there's no wind inland, but we have so much coast that there are several projects of bringing in wind turbines um, out to the water so that we can generate electricity from the wind that's offshore. Right now, there's only one place in the United States. It's in Rhode Island. The discussion is that um, that type of investment is going to grow a lot and it's going to help us reduce our carbon emissions uh, by producing clean energy. I forgot exactly from what company it is. But there's a technology called PowerPod that basically looks like this little like cylinder that has mm -hmm. like four valves. And the way it functions, there's the, there, you still have the turbine internally. Have you come across that technology yet? or No, no, ne never heard of it. Um, and it sounds really cool. Um, definitely, you know, going back to, to that creative matter, it's, it's we're taking the same thing, right? It, essentially, it's we have wind, we want electricity. But what happens in the middle, that's the creative part. And, you know, you just gave a perfect example of how um, another company in this case is, is taking those two things and figuring out a different way to get the output that they want. The downside of wind turbines is that they have to be in an open field. It, it's not very like a good complementary with cities because they don't have the, the area right. to, to produce. Uh, this, you can put it on top of uh, buildings, you can put it on top of houses. So it's a little bit more commercialized where it can be more accessible. I mean, that's like we said before, that's creativity. One of the most creative ways I remember seeing 
for essentially achieving the same goal is using Kite. I can't remember the name of the company. Actually, never mind that. It's only one Kite. And that Kite is connected to a pulley. And that energy, that rotational energy gets converted into electricity. It sounds super complex uh, way to to extract energy out of the wind, but it's also a method of doing it cleanly. So I'm all in favor of that. All right. So as, as much as I hate to even put this thought out there, we're running out of time, unfortunately. So <laughs> hate to be the bearer of bad news. Um, <laughs> tell the viewers or the whoever's tuning in, because you may be watching or listening or both. Uh, kudos to that. What is exciting to you about turbines that you wish people would like take a time of their day to just acknowledge and see it the way you see it? I would say what's most exciting to me about wind turbines is the fact that when we were Neanderthals, we had wind. Uh, it's, it's something that has been with us forever. And here we are powering our computers, powering our homes. It's something that Mother Nature had provided us for so long and only nowadays we are learning how to use it to our benefit and while doing that we're not necessarily harming nature we're working with her so i think that's a beautiful thing that's a beautiful idea and it's it's just amazing that from something invisible we can make something that is so important to us nowadays like electricity not many people apply creativity as a term regularly use in that field but what is for you felipe what is creativity i'd say creativity is the opportunity and skill to think different and to turn that thought into a reality that's it Close the page. Maybe there's a sequel next summer, but I think box office success in this one. What do you say, Jeffrey? Creativity always starts with a thought. It's an idea in your mind that you see first before right. others see it. I agree with that statement. I, I really appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity and uh, being curious about what I do. Um, thank you guys for your time. Thank you for your questions and for having done some other research to keep this conversation entertaining and engaging. And also, let's not be too modest, Felipe. Tell the viewers about your uh, your Instagram page. You can follow me at Dancers of the Wind with periods separating each of the words. Dancers of the Wind. Well, thank you guys for watching another episode of Simply Talk, where we dive into the arts of wind turbines and more. I hope you guys enjoyed it all. And as always, thanks for watching and stay creative.